What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Roastmasters Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Ben Mostaller, and we got the gang back for this special episode tonight. Doug Klatke, Garrett Harrison, we're ready to help you out and discuss our sleepers, busts, and our positional rankings. As well, at the end, we're going to go over some ADP for you, tell you what value in each round we like and what value we don't like in each round. So, uh, this is definitely a good episode for you to listen to as it is coming up on draft week, draft weekend, one week away from the start of the NFL season. So this is the one you want to listen to. And we're not going to waste time. We're going to jump right into it and start with our quarterback rankings. So uh, we got Doug here on the line with us, Doug. Uh, go ahead from 10 to 6. Tell us who you like quarterback wise. All righty. Give me one moment. Um, give me, all right. So I'm looking right now. Um, 10 through six, you said Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to give just like a brief reason why you have them or if you are contemplating between one spot or another, I mean, just give us a rundown of 10 through six. So at 10, I have Ryan Tannehill. Um, Nine, I have um, Dak Prescott. Eight is Matt Stafford. Seven is Russell Wilson. <clears throat> and then six is Aaron Rodgers. Um, the big diamond in the rough for me is I really like Matt Stafford this year. Um, I I hinted at it with Ben last weekend or last week when we did this. But I think that, you know, if you can get – the other week, last weekend, I drafted – I did a draft, and I was able to get Matt Stafford in, like, the 10th or 11th round. So if you can get him that late and pair him with, like, a Justin Herbert or, you know, another top-tier quarterback, I think you're in business. You know, I'm one of those people – I like having two good quarterbacks because it's a valuable trade asset if I need to make a trade. and I can always just switch back and forth, ride, ride a hot hand and see who's going on, on a week-to-week basis. So you had Tannehill, Prescott, Stafford, Wilson, Ryan, or am I did I misunderstand it? Uh, Rogers was the sixth one, not Ryan. Oh, not Matt Ryan. Okay, that yeah, makes no, no, sense. No. Yeah, so, I was going to say Matt Ryan would not be near this. Yeah, yeah. So, Garrett, a big question for me and this for him would be, and Doug can answer afterwards, is Prescott at nine is questionable for me. What do you think about his 10 through six? Um, I I kind of like his 10 through six, and I, I'll tell you why. Um, I'm, looking, I'm looking here on ESPNs, and they have Matt Stafford at 12 and Ryan Tannehill at 11. Um, I'm not sure if you're looking at the same one I am. I mean, I might be looking at something different. But I really – I'm sitting here looking – and I'm trying to debate between Tannehill and Stafford. I, I really do think they need to be higher up on the list. I like them. I like them a lot more. Matt Stafford, I think, is a way better offense. And you also have Ryan Tannehill, who's added, you know, Julio Jones to his his wide receiving core. I mean, he also still has a ton of depth down there at running back and wide receiver on top of that. 
So I really do think um, they're not getting as much respect as they should be. So I kind of agree with those two uh, being bumped up. Um, uh, but, but the other ones, I, I mean, I, 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 told, I, 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 don't, I don't mind them. I, I do think Dak, if Dak could come back and do Dak things like he did last year, I really do think he should be higher up on the list, um, for me at least. Um, but overall, I, I kind of like I kind of like where uh, Doug Doug has ranked his uh, top ten quarterbacks so far. All right, Garrett. Then while we're on you, uh, go ahead and read us your ten through six. Okay, um, I'm going to go with Stafford at ten. Um, I like Tannehill at nine. Um, I like Justin Herbert at eight. Uh, give me Tom Brady at seven and Aaron Rodgers at six. All right. I like that there as well. It's kind of similar, similar to mine when we get to mine. Doug, we'll bring you back on. How about Garrett's 10 through six? Uh, looks like you both have Tannehill, Stafford, and Rodgers in the mix there. I like a lot. Um, I'm kind of surprised that he had Justin Herbert low in his rankings. Um, I really, obviously I'm, we're going to talk about this in a couple minutes whenever you lead me back in, but I really like, um, Justin Herbert this year. I think that he can be that guy who has that, um, Josh Allen type breakout season, uh, like, like Allen did last year with Stefan Diggs and, you know, I I think that he's destined for great things. Um, it's just a matter of you know him being able to put it all together as he all put it all together on the fly as a year two player. Yeah, Herbert is definitely somebody to keep an eye on, and uh, I think that he does have that upside. Uh, we saw what he did last year in his rookie year, and hopefully, there's not my much digression this year. We wouldn't think so. Uh, Austin Eckler coming back healthy should even help boost him more. So uh, my top, well, 10 through six here is pretty similar. Uh, I like Ryan Tannehill with Doug at 10. He you know, finished quarterback seven last year. He adds Julio Jones this year. He's also an underrated rusher, seven rushing touchdowns last year, which brings some fantasy value. So I definitely think he hits the top 10. Uh, I have Herbert at nine, so a little bit higher up. Uh, I do think he improves, but there's just some other quarterbacks that I'm comfortable putting in front of him. But I think out of this group, Herbert has the probably the biggest upside this late down to jump into the top five. I like Tom Brady at eight, which Garrett had him one ahead of me. Uh, last year, he finished quarterback eight, but he had a slow start to the season. Now he gets his you know same weapons back. He got into a groove at the end of last season. So if he can continue to improve and stay hot he will easily be a top 10 quarterback uh, I like Lamar Jackson at number seven his rushing ability is great um, he's not a good passer and a lot of his targets are hurt right now he only has I believe Mark Andrews that's really healthy option that he's comfortable with so I think that Lamar Jackson will finish a little bit lower down the board just because he's not that great of a passer. And number six, I love the man, Russell Wilson. Doug had him at seven. 
he's always a top 10 quarterback. He had a down year last year. This year, they're supposed to pass the ball more, which we discussed last week in the NFC West breakdown. I think that he will improve, if not hit the top five there, just because he hasn't finished lower than, I believe, quarterback, I'm thinking nine or maybe 13. It's somewhere in that range in the last like five or six years. So he's always been a top 10 quarterback. And now knowing that they're passing the ball more, that even helps Wilson uh, being able to maybe break that top five. So um, guys, I'll let you pick at my 10 through six. Um, I, I mean, I'll have to agree. I'll have to agree in the Justin Herbert one, you know, like I understand we're putting him higher, like, you know, lower down in our top 10, but like you said, Ben, he has potential, like this dude has potential to just blow up and be in that top five. And like, I can see that happening. I really hope it happens, but just going off of all these great quarterbacks we have and already seeing them establish themselves for at least a year plus, uh, Justin Herbert hasn't done that. He only had one season underneath his belt. So I still need that little comfort. That's why I had him lower too, like you did. Um, but I, I overall, I, I, I agree with that. I, I, I like Russell Wilson at, at the six. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I, we're going to find out where I have him, but you know, overall, I, I like, I like where you, um, what you did with your top 10 quarterbacks there. Yeah, I agree with what Garrett said. I think that, you know, I think that Russell Wilson at six is good. I think that there's a lot of upside, um, you know, like, like you and I talked about last week, Ben, they're passing the ball a whole lot more than they were, um, have been the past couple years, or at least they're saying they're supposed to, which is going to be a huge thing for Russell Wilson. Um, I feel like for the longest time, it's been coming down to, are they going to be, are they going to give him the freedom to throw the ball? Are they going to give him the freedom to, you know, do what he does and be as great as he can be? Because I'll be honest with you guys, like, there's times where Russell Wilson looks like a top three quarterback in football. It's just the way that Pete Carroll runs the offense. It doesn't really put him in the position to, you know, fully show off his skill set. Yeah, for sure. And we're hoping that he takes off this year and it looks like that's what they're going to do is let Russ just throw and do what he can do, take over that offense. And that'll definitely help his fantasy ranking. So Let's jump back to Doug. Doug, your top five, and uh, let's see what you got. Hey, before Doug goes, let me let me say something though. I, I feel like they've been Russell has been passing the ball a hell of a lot though recently in the past couple of years. I mean, the dude's been balling out, you know, just because he's had so many more weapons now to throw to, and I, I that's why I really do think Russell deserves more respect. He deserves so much more respect in this league, and he's trying to do so much with the weak rush running game that he's had the past so many years. Besides, besides with what's his face, um, why can't I think of his name right now? Um, Skittle, Skittle McGee. That's what I'm going to call him because I know what people are going to talk about. Um, but I really do think Russell Wilson. This needs mad respect, and I really want this dude to win MVP. I think out of all the quarterbacks in the league right now, the guy who deserves an MVP the most is Russell Wilson. He's a great guy on and off the field. And he was he was number one in MVP for, I think, the first six weeks maybe last year, if I'm not mistaken. Then oh. he just dropped a little bit. Like, he was up there last year. 
but then uh, you know Allen took over and Rodgers, and they just blew by him. But it's his time, Garrett. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. So, Doug, your top five. All right. So at five, we have Justin Herbert. Um, I'm a huge Justin Herbert guy this year. If you haven't noticed, I think that he's going to be awesome. Um, at four, we have Lamar Jackson. And then your three, two, one is your usual suspects. Kyler Murray at three, Josh Allen at two, and then Patrick Mahomes is obviously number one. Um, you know, but I wouldn't be – my hot take of the year is I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Allen's able to leapfrog Patrick Mahomes in terms of just basic production from a fantasy perspective. I mean, obviously – Mahomes is good by be leaps and bounds of the better real life quarterback, but you know I wouldn't be surprised if um, Allen gave Mahomes a run for his money this season in terms of fantasy value. Yeah, for sure. Before we break down Doug's Garrett, go ahead and run down your top five. Okay, so my top five. It's a little bit different than Doug's, but we have pretty much the same guys in there besides one. I got Russell Wilson at five. I got no, I got no. Sorry, way one. Dak Prescott at five. Russell Wilson, uh, Kyler Murray at four. Russell Wilson at three. Josh Allen at two, and Patrick Mahomes at one. The only reason why I don't have Lamar Jackson in my top ten is because of the lack of wide receivers he has right now. They're all hurt. J.K. Dobbins just got hurt the other day. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet if it's an actual tear in his ACL or if it's an hyperextended knee. But that makes me question how well Lamar Jackson is going to be this year. Do I think he'll be in the top 10? Probably. But this is my top 10, and this is what I think, because I don't, I don't, I'm a, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. We're all Pittsburgh Steelers fans here, you know? But I just, I don't, I haven't really been hyped on Lamar Jackson. And I've made that pretty clear since he came into the league. I have not been super hyped on him, but he always seemed to be the, one of those first quarterbacks you should go for. And I don't disagree with it. I just, I don't know. I have an <laughs> internal beef with the team. <laughs> hey, I have him, you know, like I said, it was what, seven. I could see him definitely being out of the top 10. So I don't disagree with you. Um, you know, we'll talk about your team here in a minute. My top five looks like Aaron Rodgers at five, which you guys had him uh, at both at six. So just a little bit higher than him. Quarterback two last year, the MVP. And he's averaged quarterback five the last three seasons. So I think he hit somewhere around that five, six. We all agree with that. Uh, four, I have Dak Prescott, um, you know, fantasy two last year until he got hurt. So he has all the weapons there at wide receiver that if he is healthy, he can definitely potentially finish as a top two quarterback as he was planning last year. Kyler Murray, I think he just goes off again this year. I have him at three. That rushing ability is there. I think the touchdown rushes will go down, but they'll start passing the ball more. He's got A.J. Green, Rondell Moore on the team. I think that helps him out. And two pass-catching backs, even though Edmonds is the better back there. Uh, Doug, as you brought it up, I do have Mahomes second, and I like Allen first. I just think that the rushes are going to be there for Allen because Singletary is not the guy. Zach Moss is already hurt again. So he's going to get those touchdown rushes as he did last year. And I think he's going to continue to pass the ball. Well, you get Emmanuel Sanders up there to help him out. 
Uh, I like Allen over Mahomes. It happened last year. Why can't it happen again? So that is my top five. So um, pretty similar there. Let's see, Garrett, anything on me or Doug's that maybe jumped out to you or that you liked, didn't like? Uh, Doug, what was your top five again? Your, your four and five? Um, just Doug, the four and five. Doug had, yeah. Her, that, Doug had Herbert, Jackson, Murray, Allen, Mahomes. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I'll agree with the Herbert one. I love that Herbert one a lot, actually. You know, the only reason I put him lower is because I you know what I explained earlier, but I do, I do believe he can be in that top five. And um, I don't, I mean, I ex- explained the Jackson one, you know, I, pretty clear how I feel about it. But I mean, I'm not, not saying he's not going to be in the top four because there's a good chance he's probably going to be there again. Um, but I, I mean, I, I, I agree with it. I like it. I really do think that Josh Allen could be, uh, better than Patrick Mahomes at that thing, but I just like Mahomes a little bit better just because I think he's I think it's revenge tour this year. I think he didn't like the way they lost to the Bucks last year, and I think he's just going to go out and he's going to have no mercy, no matter what it is. He's going to put points up on the board even even if they're up by third. Yeah, for sure, definitely two great quarterbacks. Um, Mahomes is going ahead of Allen. In most leagues, but if he can get Allen and the fourth, fifth round, it's good value. And I and I'd like to explain my uh, Russell Wilson at four, uh, three. I like Russell just a little bit more than Kyler Murray. I think they're the same quarterback, but just you have an older, wiser one and a younger guy who is like a young Padawan. If we have any Star Wars fans, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Kyler Murray is literally the second coming of Russell Wilson, the way he plays. I just like Russell more because he's, he's, you know, he's been in the league longer. He make, he can make those smarter passes. Kyler Murray is still learning. You know, he's still learning a little bit, but give him a couple years, maybe even just one more, even it could be just this year. But I do like, I do like Russell Wilson a little bit over Murray, but I really do think they're interchangeable. They're at this point, they could be interchangeable. Yeah, for sure. Doug, let's move on to mine and Garrett's. Uh, I mean, pretty much uh, pretty similar here. Garrett and mine, I mean, we both have Murray, Allen, and Mahomes and Prescott there. The difference is I have Rodgers in my top five. He has Wilson. Anything that jumped out to you uh, in our top fives? Just something that I want to touch on about Josh Allen real quick. Um, He has a lot of quality wide receivers this year. you know, I didn't realize how deep they are at receiver. Um, obviously, it's going to be t- difficult because they don't have um, a run game much. But that means, just like like you said, Ben, that just means Allen's going to run. And, you know, you got to think of receiver. You got Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, and then um, Gabriel Davis, who – Everybody's very high on as a potential sleeper at wide receiver, um, being that guy who's going to uh, be the deep threat replacement for John Brown. Um, you know, I mean, they, they have weapons, man. I think, you know, I said this to somebody a couple weeks ago, but, you know, I, I have this odd feeling that 
Um, obviously, it doesn't really matter because it's like not fantasy, but but real life. But I think I think the Bills have an outside shot at making a Super Bowl run, or at least a deep playoff run. I really think that we're about to get the city of Buffalo all the way back when it I comes have, to the Bills. I have them in the FC Championship this year. Yeah, man. I I need that in my life. Um, you know, we we all thought that the Eagles winning the Super Bowl last year was nuts. Um, imagine what happened. The Super Bowl a couple of years was nuts. Imagine what happens in the city of Buffalo if the Bills even get close to sniffing the Super Bowl. They'll burn it down. They'll burn that whole city down, dude. The whole Guaranteed. city will engulf in flames. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Let's hope for a Buffalo run here. But those are our quarterbacks for you. Go ahead, Garrett. It, it'd kind of be like, you know, when that one country singer always comes into Pittsburgh. That's pretty much what it's going to be uh, like. How they tear up if, the city. <laughs> yeah, if Buffalo would even get a, get a shot at the AFC championship, that's what it'd be like. As soon as that country yeah. singer comes to Pittsburgh, it's the same thing that's going to happen up in Buffalo. I agree. I, I have Buffalo as my number one in the AFC. So I think they come out number one uh, in the AFC. They have a good schedule. Uh, I think they'll be more competitive defensively. They're pretty good. So, you know, don't be surprised, Buffalo, if uh, you guys go to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, let's move on to running backs. We'll do this a little bit differently. We're going to all go through our top 10 and then break it down uh, at the end here for you. Let me see here. All right, so I got my court, my running backs here. I'll start, and then uh, I'll pass it on to one of you. We'll just go 10 through 1, and then at the, when we're all done with our picks, we'll all go over them just to save some time for the rest of the podcast. So uh, briefly, I'll go over my running backs. Uh, first off, at 10, I have Antonio Gibson. Uh, last year, he was uh, 13th best in fantasy as a rookie. I think that with adding Fitzpatrick there, it really helps boost him in the run game. Uh, so I like Gibson at 10. I like Jonathan Taylor at nine, running back four last year uh, as a rookie as well. I think that he does have a slight decline uh, with the return of Marlon Mack. I, I think that Taylor's still the main back, but... Naeem Hines and Marlon Mack is going to play some sort of rule why I don't like him a little bit higher. Uh, I do like him a little bit higher non-PPR because he's not going to catch the ball as much, um, but I have him at nine. Saquon at eight. I, I still think that if Saquon is Saquon, he comes back and has that top five running back upside. The only concern that I have is that a lot of people coming off the ACL injury start off the year rough. And if he's not back till week three, week four, then I might slide some other running backs past him, but I am comfortable putting him at eight right now, as we don't know if he's starting week one, if he's uh, not going to start week one, we'll find out sooner or later. Uh, number seven, Austin Eckler. He has that PPR upside uh, just two years ago. He had 90 some receptions last year, obviously got hurt. Uh, 11 touchdowns that year where you had 90 receptions. They also have a new offensive coordinator bringing him in from the New Orleans Saints. And we know who he helped coach, and that was Alvin Kamara. So Eckler has that upside. Uh, and I have Aaron Jones at six, very close between Jones and Eckler. And if you see in the rankings later, they're right next to each other. 
but I slightly favored Jones just because he's been a top five running back the last two years. And in the last three years, he's had a minimum of nine total touchdowns each year. They also get rid of Jamal Williams, who's now in Detroit, who took away a lot of those looks. So I think Jones gets a lot of the goal line look. Uh, I like Aaron Jones to have double digit touchdowns easily uh, to potentially be a top five back. Then I have Zeke. He was running back nine last year, but he had double digit fantasy points in every game played with Dak. He was running back three the year prior. I think that Zeke can get back to that running back three potential if Dak stays healthy. And this is with Zeke going very badly downhill last year when Dak went out to still being a running back nine. So I think he has that upside. Derrick Henry at four, simple as that, 2,000-yard rusher. He's a touchdown beast. I think that the touchdowns will come down just a little bit with the addition of Julio Jones, and I think Tannehill is going to pass the ball some more. But I still like Derrick Henry there. I like him higher up in non-PPR, but in PPR, I still still have him as top four. Really close for me for two and three, but I have Kamara at three. He was the number one receiving back last year with more upside this year with Thomas Hurt and Drew Brees gone. I, I think the concern with Kamara was is that he put up poor numbers last year with uh, Drew Brees out. And I don't know what Winston likes to run the ball a little bit more. So it's a little bit concerning on if he's going to get the ball to Kamara or not. Uh, but I do like him right there about two or three. I'll have Cook at two, second in yards and in touchdowns last year. He was running back two last year. If he can continue to do what he did last year, He'll be easily number two. And Christian McCaffrey, number one, clear cut. Three games last year before you got hurt, 20-plus fantasy points in each game and six total touchdowns only in three games. He was on pace to have almost 30 touchdowns. So this guy's a beast. I want to be too concerned about his injury. I think he is the clear cut number one. If you don't draft a number one, I might slap you because – I'll take him wherever he lands. I don't think he's going to get much past two or three. I know some arguments for Kamara over him or Cook could be there, but McCaffrey just, he's just a phenomenal talent. And I think that he goes back to being number one as long as he stays healthy this year. So that was a lot for me. Uh, Doug, go ahead and reveal your top 10 running backs. All right. So at 10, I have um, Jonathan Taylor. Um, at nine, I have Najee Harris. Um, I really think that Najee Harris is going to have like one hell of a rookie year, guys. Um, everybody's cons- everybody was so concerned about the Steelers' offensive line, but like it's come together quite nicely through training camp. And if we get to the point where they're comfortable letting Dan Moore play left tackle over Chooks at Korofor and Banner just stays slotted in at that right tackle spot. I think that this might be one of the best offensive lines the Steelers have had in the entire time that Ben Roethlisberger has been in the league. Um, I really think that we're there. Um, And then at eight, I have – Austin Eckler. Nine is Aaron Jones. Or wait, I, I just screwed up my order. Uh, seven is Aaron Jones, rather. 
Um, six, I have um, Nick Chubb. You know, I like I like Nick Chubb. I think he's a very underrated fantasy running back. You know, I feel like if you miss out on one of the uh, big five, you can run with Nick Chubb as your RB one and still get very very good results. Um, you know, he's like actually one of the few Browns players that I actually like enjoy watching. And then at five, I have um, Dalvin Cook. I'm not a big Dalvin Cook guy. I never really have been. Um, four, I have Zeke. Three, I have Alvin Kamara. At two, I have Derrick Henry. And then at one, I mean, it's unanimous, guys. It's Christian McCaffrey. All right. So some different guys in there. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Garrett, over to you, your top 10. Um, okay. I like Jonathan Taylor at 10, Nick Chubb at 9, Saquon at 8, uh, Austin Eckler at 7, Aaron Jones at 6. And then I like – I like – Man, I really do want to say Elliot has a better has a has a really good bounce back year, just because Dak is back. But it's also a little iffy on that, so I'm going to keep him at five. I like I like Cook at four, Henry at three. I know y'all going to hate me on this. I got McCaffrey at two and Kamara at one. But the only reason I have that, and I know. Christian McCaffrey's, um, you know, defense. But I just think Alvin Kamara is going to have so much loaded on him that, and he can take it. This dude can literally carry this team. I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team. He's just going to be the workhorse of that team. And he's going to get a lot of uh, touches a lot of looks and uh, coming out of the backfield. I really do think Camara has great potential to be number one this year. All right, Doug, I, I think the biggest question, both, you know, I have McCaffrey at one, taking a look at Garrett's team. I think the one question that's brought up is not having McCaffrey at number one, having Camara at number one. What do you think about that? And are you, Good with Kamara going number one. Do you like Kamara? I know you have Kamara at three on your list. So what do you think about that from Garrett? He forget to unmute himself. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably talking to himself. I was talking to myself. (laughs) And then I realized it and I was like, Come on, man. Let's get it it together here. But anyway, um, I think, you know, if you would ask me this question last week, I would have said that the idea of Alvin Kamara being number one is wild. But um, that was back whenever I thought uh, Taysom Hill was going to be the starting quarterback in the Saints. Um, Them having Jameis under center changes everything for me in terms of that offense. I think that that's going to allow Kamara to get more play and be, you know, used a lot better than he was at certain times last year. Um, 
But I don't know, man. I think I'm very sold on Christian McCaffrey at number one, though. I have a very, very weird feeling about Sam Darnold that being there. I think that there's potential for, you know, him and for McCaffrey and Sam to just make magic together. I, I would like to um, add, I, I, I love how you guys added Gibson and Harris in, um, you know, your top 10. Uh, the only reason I didn't add them there is because I'm a little skeptical on the whole, you know, thing of, with those two is, you know, I think the two guys for me that could hop out of the top 10 and you can replace a Gibson and Harris with um, would, would be a, uh, a, John, uh, a Jonathan Taylor and a Saquon Barkley. Um, I do, I do think, I do think those two are the, you know, the little iffy ones in my opinion, just because, you know, Jonathan Taylor, like Ben says, you got Mac and, and um, Hines going back. That's no, that's, that could take away a lot of looks for Taylor. Not saying he's going to stop, still be the number one. It's just taking looks away from him. Also if Saquon, if Saquon comes back, you know, and he's not a hundred percent, you know, he could potentially hop out of that top, you know, where he was in the top three, now he's just in your top 10. He could hop out of that top 10 and that puts a Gibson in the hair and stuff, which I do like that in there. I'm just a little skeptical on it. And I do think if, if Barkley is healthy, you know, he's going to do Saquon things and it's just going to be a nasty comeback for him. And the same thing with Taylor. And we saw what he did last year, but at the same time, he had injuries that let him up to where he was, you know, where he's going. But I do, I, I do agree 100% with your top 10, both your top 10s. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, and we all had the same top five, uh, out of order a little ways, but we saw the same top five, all the same players, and I think we are all locked in in that. We also had uh, Jones ahead of Eckler, which is a big question going into most fantasy drafts uh, right there. They're going right next to each other. Uh, some people like Eckler more than Jones, some Jones more than Eckler. We all agreed we like Jones uh, just a little bit more than Eckler right there outside of the top five. Uh, so we were all in agreement there. I think the big question came at the turn. Uh, Doug having Nick Chubb a little bit higher, which could easily happen. He's right around there, but I don't think – I think there's other talent like Jones and Eckler that will be ahead of him at least. Uh, Saquon potentially if he's there. Doug not having Saquon in the top ten. Garrett and I do having him right there. Uh, and we're all in agreement with Jonathan Taylor being right close to ten there. So there's not much – that we didn't this that we disagreed on we just had it in some sort of other order so uh, I think the running backs are solidified there on who we think the top 10 will be and at least the top five who they will be so let's move yeah, on. I, yeah I'd ahead. like to add real quick Ben um I like like Ben said I don't think you go wrong with drafting an Eckler over Jones or Jones over an Eckler that those two I think are replaceable you can take whoever you want I just think I think in my opinion why I put Jones above Eckler is just because Jones was more healthy last year than Eckler was and we got to see him produce more and, and be more of a factor in that offense than we did with Eckler uh, but I think with a healthy Eckler and him being more involved with Herbert this year I think he has potential to be better than Jones but that's why I think I put him seven and then Jones six. I, 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 you know, like I said, though, they're, irre they're replaceable. They're irreplaceable with each other. Yeah. Those are my two first round picks last year. 
Uh, and obviously Eckler got hurt, but I think I, I agree as far as Jones, we know what he can do. Top five running back the last two years, whereas Eckler, he's been there, but that was the year in 2019 with Melvin Gordon. Uh, so he hasn't had a full year. Last year, we were really hyped about him and he gets hurt. So there's more question marks with Eckler for sure. But I think if you want to take the riskier bet on who will, who could perform better, I think it's Eckler. I think that he could be a top five running back, but the safer picks Jones. So I agree with you, Garrett, and as well as Doug. So that's the running backs for you. Now we're going to jump to the wide receivers, do them the same way. Garrett, if you're ready, we're going to jump to you to do your 10 through one wide receiver rankings. One second here. All right. Ooh. All right. So this is taking a look at this. I, man, they'd really be doing uh, Allen Robinson dirty. He's uh, not even in some people's top tens. Ooh. Okay. Give me Allen Robinson at 10. Um, I think we'll have a great year, but I think with the quarterback situation right now, um, it's a little iffy. Uh, I, I do like Justin Fields. I'm, a, I'm really hyped up on Justin Fields. I really think he should be the starting quarterback and not Andy Dalton. But um, I think that will change. We'll see that change pretty quick, actually. So I'm going to take Allen Robinson at 10, even though I do think he has potential to be way higher. I want to put him higher with the quarterback situation. I'm not. Uh, give me a, whew, man. Oh, mm. okay. Give me a Justin Jefferson at nine. Give me an AJ Brown at eight. Uh, give me DK at seven and a Keenan Allen at six. I like that. This is my six through 10. Um, and then I like a, uh, I like, a De- I like DeAndre Hopkins at five and a Calvin Ridley at four. I just think Calvin Ridley is he's going to be really involved in the offense this year more now. Um, and, and DeAndre Hopkins, you know, DeAndre's going to do DeAndre things. I think, I mean, I honestly, I do think DeAndre is better than Calvin Ridley, but I just think with what's going on, I, I like, I like DeAndre at five, Calvin Ridley at four. And then I like, you know, and it's just your typical top three, you know, um, Give me, uh, I want to put him higher actually. Uh, give me, oh, dude, I don't like this. Oh, God, this top three is so irreplaceable. It's so irreplaceable. I, I just don't, just give me, give me Diggs three, Tyreek Hill two, and Adams one. But like, I literally could put them all at one, two, or three. Like, you could, you could, those are the, that's the toughest, that's the toughest top three I think we've had yet. I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> hey, when I go with my list, Garrett, you're going to see that ours are a lot similar uh, there, which I like. But uh, Doug, to your top 10. All right. So just like Garrett, at 10, I have Allen Robinson. Um, you know, like you guys said, a lot of these lists are doing them dirty. I'm looking at a um, list right now, and they have them at 13. Um, I think that's wild. Um, but we'll do Allen Robinson at 10. Um, Justin Jefferson at nine. 
AJ Brown at eight, Terry McLaurin at seven, Keenan Allen at six. I really like the idea of taking a chance on Keenan Allen this year because very similar. I had a very similar situation where last year I took Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs in the same draft, won that league with flying colors. Um, so I really like the idea of that. Um, you know, um, I said that was my sixth one, right? Yeah, the Allen was your six. Okay. And then five, we have DK Metcalf. Four, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, or wait, yeah, five is DK Metcalf. Four is DeAndre Hopkins. Actually, no, six is DK Metcalf. Five is DeAndre Hopkins. Um, at four, we have Calvin Ridley. I think he's going to have a big breakout year, too. Um, I think he's destined for great things. And then three is Tyreek Hill. Two is Stephon Diggs. And number one is Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams is going to have one hell of a year this year. Um, you can't bet against Aaron Rodgers whenever he's absolutely livid. I think that, you know, some wild stuff is going to come out of that whole thing with him um, going on this little revenge tour that he's trying to go on, you know, he's trying to do some last dance type stuff. And I think that he just might do it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and Doug, actually you and our, you and my top five are the exact same. Uh, the only difference where we had, any difference with Garrett was that he had Hill and Diggs switched up, but again, they're very tough there. Uh, so my 10 through six then would be, I like Tyler Lockett. I know that Doug, he's going to be one, you know, you're not as big of a fan as I don't want to talk uh, for you about him. Cause we'll be talking about him a little bit later, uh, but he was wide receiver eight last year, hundred receptions, 10 touchdowns. He's always near the top 10. And if Wilson's passing the ball more, I think he has uh, easily that top 10 upside right now. He's like wide receiver 21 and he hasn't finished that low in like six years. So uh, I like Lockett there. I have Allen Robinson one step higher at nine top 10 wide receiver the last two years. He has better quarterback play and he's just a reception hog on that team. At number eight, I like Keenan Allen, reception hog again, 100 receptions in the last three of four years. He's going to get you close to that 100. The touchdowns will be there as well with Herbert. I don't think that's going to be an issue. DK Metcalf, I have at number seven. Uh, last year, he was number seven. I think that his receptions will slightly go up. The touchdowns will slightly go up as well and to double digits. So I like Metcalf at seven. I have Justin Jefferson. At number six, he was wide receiver six last year and six of eight of his last eight games. So six of the last eight games, he had double digit fantasy points. Also, I think his receptions go up with Cousins. And one thing to note, he had, I think, eight touchdowns, six or eight touchdowns last year, somewhere in that range. And Adam Thielen at 14. I don't see Thielen getting 14. A couple of those are going to go to. 
Jefferson. So if he finished six last year, he gets a couple more touchdowns, a couple more receptions. He has that top five upside. Uh, again, Hopkins at five, which we agreed with. He's just always there. Ridley, he will be the number one receiver. He was number five last year without Julio Jones this year. I think he could potentially be a top two receiver. Uh, Tyree Kill at three, number two last year with 15 touchdowns. I think that those touchdowns go down, which is why I like Diggs a little bit more because he gets the receptions and the touchdowns, I think, will be in the double digits, unlike his eight last year. And, I mean, Adams is my clear number one. Uh, he was a touchdown beast last year, number one, second overall. Uh, oh, this was interesting, too. He was second overall in fantasy points between running back and wide receiver. So if you question and wanting to draft him in the first round, he was second overall between running back and wide receiver. I think that's interesting. Third in receptions, and he's got an MVP quarterback. So those are the wide receivers. Our top fives are perfect, so I don't think we discussed them. And pretty much our outside the top 10, or you know, 10 through 6, I should say, we all have Allen, we all have DK, we all have Jefferson, we all have Robinson. Uh, the only questionable picks would be Lockett, for me, McLaurin for Doug and AJ Brown for Garrett, maybe, but Garrett and Doug agree yeah. on that. So, I mean, we're pretty much the same. I, I guess you guys could break down me having Lockett and not Brown in my top 10. What do you like more about Brown? Um, I mean, I, I don't know about Doug, but the only reason I like Brown a little bit more is just I think with adding Jones, it gets him. You know, it takes the pressure off of him a little bit more and he can get, he get you know, he gets has the potential to get open more. And I, I like that. Now I like they have two receivers and I think with adding Jones, now Brown's like, okay, I want to prove to one of the top dogs in the league that I deserve to be here. And I feel that's why he is going to, you know, ball out still and be in that top 10. But I do like Lockett. Actually, I, I think they do in Lockett dirty again on this list at 24 and somehow they have Deontay Johnson Butterfingers at 19. Uh, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, bro, but he does not deserve 19. No way. Not in a, not in a chance. No, 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 no. <laughs> I cannot agree with that. Um, I like, I, I, I will agree with Doug. I, or, no, Doug, yeah, Doug had McLaurin, right? Yeah. 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 McLaurin has yeah. that upside. I mean, yeah. If you take a look at Fitzpatrick, who I love this year as a sleeper, like mm -hmm. he always targets one wide receiver. McLaurin's my number 11. Like he's right there yeah. on the cusp of the top 10. The only issue with last year was his touchdowns were down, which I think that they go up with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. Oh, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I, I, I was looking at this list. And, you know, Brown would have been my first guy out, but then I was like, Jared, just go with your instincts, you know, what, what you think. And that's why I put Brown in my top 10. But I do, like you said, I do like, I do like McLaurin. I really do think he has a better year, better year with Fitzpatrick. It's just, I'm a little skeptical on it just because, you know, seeing what he had last year, you know, could be way different this year. But I mean, I, I like those picks. I really do think those two guys, you know, compared to with me having Brown in there, could be in the top 10 compared to Brown. It's just, that's what I love about this sport, man. That's what I love about fantasy. You never know. But I, I, I like those picks. I like them a lot. 
Yeah, and and Doug, we've discussed last week on the podcast more about Tyler Lockett, so that would be the only difference there. I mean, you and Garrett are spot on with with the Brown pick there. So, I, I mean, not much disagreement with our wide receivers, and I think that there's a lot of depth at the wide receiver position this year, Doug, that if you go running backs early – which is a huge drop-off that you can get some great wide receivers in the third, fourth round. Yeah, I agree. I think that this is a very big value year for, you know, receivers. Um, Like just looking right now, um, I'm going to go through 15 through 20 on this ranking list I'm looking at. Uh, Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Lockett. Obviously, not a big Tyler Lockett guy, but like right after him is Brandon Ayuk and then Deontay Johnson. These are all guys that can put up potential wide receiver one numbers um, if the situation's perfect. You know, um, I don't know. I do, I am going to disagree with Garrett though. I think that Deontay Johnson is going to put up good numbers. I think he's going to have one hell of a year. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be very, very surprised at um, what he's going to be able to do um, with Ben looking the way that he has to this point in the preseason. Um, I think a lot of people give him crap for a lot of reasons, but, you know, I think that the biggest thing is, is like, I wouldn't be criticizing him much about the drops last year because from a fantasy outlook, I had him, I had him in my one league as my flex for a while. Um, and even though, like, you know, you think about that Jacksonville game, Garrett. Uh, remember that Jacksonville game where he had a ton of drops? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he still had, like, 10 receptions and, like, 110 yards that game. It still got me, like, close to 30 points. You know, well, when you're running – What's when up? you're running slant, when you're running slants all game, <laughs> and Ben can't throw the yeah, ball but like, five yards. Like you need a guy like Deontay in a PPR league like that because if he gets ten receptions, he's probably getting at least sixty-seven yards, sixty to seventy-five yards on top of the receptions, and that's enough to get you by in a week as per, out of production from like a wide receiver uh, two or a flex guy. No, I, I, no, I agree. I agree. I just, I'm a little salty from him last year. That's why I think, you know, with, with the seeing of like how he dropped the ball so much last year, he needs to take a really big step forward and, you know, not drop the ball as much and be like, yeah, he, he deserves to be in, in, the, in the top 20. He just needs, he, I think he just needs to go out and prove it more this year, which I think will happen. Like you said, I just, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't disagree, man. I think that this year is going to be a big year for him. And uh, my wildest take is um, Juju's wide receiver three on the Steelers right now. Like, as insane as that sounds. Um, You know, so many people draw that Heinz Ward comparison to him, but, like, good God, guys, it's turning into a Heinz Ward situation right before our very eyes. We're just not noticing it. Yeah, for sure. A lot of talent there. Uh, Pittsburgh's got the receivers, and it'll be interesting to see where they go, especially since we're 
a Pittsburgh team. The guys that are drafting our league are going to be from Pittsburgh. So I think they'll go a lot higher than expected just because of those reasons. Um, but you can't blame some of these guys. You want to root for these guys and Claypool, uh, Juju and Johnson are all going to be going higher than expected. Uh, due to time constraints, uh, what I'm going to do for the tight ends is just agree or disagree with this top five uh, by pick. So if you guys just want to be on the mic ready to go, just say yay or nay. Uh, number one, Travis Kelsey. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number two, Darren Waller. Yes. Yes. Okay. I have I have Andrews ahead of Kittle at three to four. Agree or disagree? Agree. Yeah, I agree. I just think that Andrews, with all the injuries to the receivers in Baltimore, this is the option for Lamar. And I think that what I, I just not on Kittle yet. At five, I know a lot of people have Hawkinson, but I actually like Logan Thomas there. He was tight end three last year. He has got a better quarterback this year. He was third in receptions. I know he's a little bit lower on lists, but who would you have at number five? Uh, Thomas, for sure, Thomas. Yeah, I'm with Garrett. I'm with you guys on that. All right. I think the the, the rest are interchangeable, and we'll discuss a little bit more here with our sleepers and busts when we go over the tight ends. I think that'll bring up a lot of those questions there. So that's why I want to move through the tight ends for time purposes. Uh, time purposes. So let's move on to our 2021 NFL sleepers and busts. How we'll do this is uh, go ahead and give me two sleepers at the quarterback position, then two sleepers at the, or I should say busts. So two busts, two sleepers at the quarterback position. Uh, Doug, we'll start with you, and then we'll break down your two sleepers and busts. All right. So two sleepers for me this year. I'm going um, Mac Jones. Just got named the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots today. Um, rest in peace, Cam Newton. And uh, Matt Stafford. Um, I know he's going to be – I know he's like a top ten quarterback, but like I think – with Sean McVay, guys, I think he can put up top five numbers. Um, I think that he's a very good bang for your buck pick um, in the middle rounds of a draft after like the big five QBs go off the board and everybody's kind of like scrambling, being like, oh shit, I need a quarterback. I think that he's a really good value pick. And then two busts. Uh, do you want me to do my two busts? Sorry, yeah, do the bus. Okay. Um, Kirk Cousins and um, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'm not really sold on Trevor Lawrence yet, guys. I need to see more from him. Um, I know he has a really good receiver trio with uh, Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chanel, and DJ Chark, but you know, I need I need to see him play more games before I commit to even drafting him in a draft. Yeah, uh, and I'll just say briefly, one of my two busts is Trevor Lawrence as well, Doug, and I think it's for those reasons uh, he hasn't performed to my liking so far. 
uh, in the preseason and you're adding a lot of new uh, coaching staff, uh, uh, well, uh, a second year running back, but a new quarterback going into that offensive scheme in Jacksonville that can barely win games. I just think he's going to be a bust. I think he's overhyped for the college quarterback that he was. So he is on my bust list. Um, real briefly, Mac Jones, Matt Stafford, don't disagree with sleepers. Now, knowing today that Cam Newton's not on the team, I do like Mac Jones uh, as a sleeper. Stafford will be there too. Cousins, I don't disagree with there. So, uh, Garrett, any that you had as well out of your top two, like him and I both had Lawrence and Doug's sleepers and busts? Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with the bust on Trevor Lawrence. I, I agree with that one. Um, actually, uh, I, I have, I have three sleepers cause I really can't pick and choose which one they are, but, uh, Fitzpatrick, Matt Ryan, and I, Justin Fields, I'm really hyped on Justin Fields. I don't know why I'm really hyped on him. And, um, I, I you can also add a Baker Mayfield in there, in there too, if you're looking for like four, but no, I'll give you those two. I'll give, just give you two, but yeah, those are my four for that. And then um, I can agree with the Kirk Cousins. Only reason I don't want to pick Kirk Cousins is because every time we say Kirk Cousins is going to be a bust, what happens? He comes out and proves us wrong, and he's always right there where you know he doesn't have a terrible season, but it's not you know it's not anything super fantastic. It's always mediocre. Um, but I, I do like the Trevor Lawrence and Kirk Cousins, you know, for bust. Yeah. So. I let's go first of all, Garrett uh, Fitzpatrick. I do have as a sleeper. We talked about him a little bit uh, last year. And here's just a stat for you from week two to week six in that five game span. He was the number nine quarterback in fantasy. He averaged 23 fantasy points during that time. Right now he's going as the 21st quarterback. I think he finishes a lot higher than that in a stable environment in Washington, whereas before he was always fighting for his job. Knowing that this is his job, he's got better receiving core with Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin, and even Curtis Samuel when he comes back from injury. I like Fitzpatrick as a sleeper. Um, it was very hard to pick a second sleeper for me just because I think that a lot of the quarterbacks are going where they should go. And I'm trying to base it off of ADP. So the guy that I came up with, uh, agree with me or disagree with me, is actually Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, last year, he finished quarterback 14, uh, seventh in touchdowns. He was healthy last year, returning from his injury. The interceptions were the least since 2014 when he only threw nine. Right now, he's going got quarterback 20, which he hasn't finished worse than that since 2015. So uh, that is why I have him based off the ADP as a sleeper. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one that I thought too, that at his ADP, I don't like is Joe Burrow at 13. I don't like that. You just, you just stole my other sleeper <laughs> or my other bust. You did. It was Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. Uh, only 10 games last year, uh, 13 touchdowns, five interceptions. He was heading towards being, the 15th fantasy quarterback and now he's overcoming an ACL MCL injury. Um, so I think quarterback 13 is a little too high for him based off the injury and based off that he was going to be about 15th last year. So I think he's right around that a little bit lower. So he's a bust for me uh, guys. Any disagreements there with those Doug with Garrett's? I mean, they're pretty, pretty close. 
No, I'm just throwing a bonus sleeper. Um, I think Daniel Jones is going to ball out in his own little, in his own special little way, similar similar to what Eli Manning used to do in New York. That's a big sleeper if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sleeping giant. Yeah, <laughs> no, no pun literally, intended. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but we're pretty much in agreement. Cousins, Lawrence, and Burrow on our do not draft list. They were going to be busts. Uh, as far as sleepers, Fitzpatrick, Fields, Stafford, Mac Jones, Big Ben, if you have to throw them in there, I think those are all pretty good sleepers for us. Let's move on to the running back spot with our sleepers and busts. Uh, Garrett, if you want to go first, two running back sleepers and two running back busts for you. Garrett might be doing the same thing that Doug was doing. Oh, yes, he was. <laughs> uh, when it's too long, I'm like, I bet you they're talking. <laughs> oh, I was. Um, honestly, I, I like, for my sleepers, I like Mike Davis. I don't think he deserves to be ranked 22. I think I think he honestly deserves to be a little higher up on the list, in my opinion. And um, if we're going – see, this is hard. It's, it's a tie for my second sleeper between – Robinson and Montgomery, but I'm going to go with Montgomery. I really do think he deserves to be a little bit higher than 18 on the list. And my two, my two busts, DeAndre Swift, get him out of that 14 slot. I don't even know why he's there. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I took I took him last year. I, I, actually, you know what? I think that's a good spot for him. I I I, I think he'll be okay there. Uh, I don't know. For my second, for my second one, that's that's hard. Maybe, maybe a Miles Gaskins. I don't know. Maybe it should be a little bit lower than twenty-one. But I, I I really don't have a second bus besides besides a DeAndre Swift. Uh, Garrett, you must have read my word document there for the sleepers because I got the exact two running backs that you have uh, for sleepers. Yeah, Mike Davis, where he's going right now. Last year, running back 12 for Carolina, taking over for McCaffrey. And he was a receiving hog, fourth in receptions as a running back. Right now, he's going in the late eighth, ninth round, running back 26, going around backup running backs like Damian Harris and Sonny Michelle. Uh, you know, this is the first time in this offense. You could argue that they're not really going to run the ball a lot. They had Gurley last year, who I believe finished – better than running back 26 and uh you know back when they had freeman he was a top running back always off the board so if davis can go ahead and do what he did i think he's a great sleeper and david montgomery i just added just because jk dobbins uh is out for the year he was a sleeper for me but montgomery improved from running back 22 to running back four last year and right now he's going to his running back 17 in the third round. Um, so I think that he can do a little bit higher. And I think he performs better with Justin Fields. Uh, as far as my two busts, you know, I do love your bus. Swift and uh, Miles Gaskins are 100% on that list. I, I hate Gaskins and I hate Swift. I, I think one other guy that's going to 
just flushed a little bit off of the ADP is Jonathan Taylor. Since he was running back four last year with the return of Marlon Mack and uh, Naeem Hines, I don't think they take away everything from Taylor because he's still talented, but I don't think it's running back four. Uh, There's better running backs that'll finish in the top five than Taylor. I think he's closer to outside the top 10. Guys, I'm a little concerned about Najee Harris. I think in the passing game that he will be great, but with the O-line in this preseason, he hasn't been able to rush the ball that well. If they can pass the ball, I think he'll be good there, but I'm a little concerned at his ADP of drafting him there. And since we're all Steelers fans, I know he's going to go higher than the RB12, which is why he's a little bit of a bust for me. But Swift and Gaskins are definitely on that list for me too, Garrett. Uh, Doug is back. How about, I don't know if you're here for our sleepers, but we had Mike Davis, David Montgomery spot on. And uh, we added Swift, Gaskins, and uh, Jonathan Taylor to that list. Anybody that you agree with that's on your list or other sleepers of bust you have? All right. So, sorry, my phone died. But um, my sleepers for this year, I think – I like Mike Davis. I like that a lot, especially in Atlanta. And um, I think Trey Sermon for San Francisco is going to be big. I think that he's going to have a big, big rookie rookie campaign, big breakout year. And, you know, for a bust, I like both DeAndre Swift and Miles Gaskin, but I'm also going to add in Daryl Henderson. I don't trust him. I have a weird gut feeling that he's not going to have a good season. And if in all my drafts that I have this weekend, because you guys know I have like six, um, I'm staying away from him in all of them. All right. Yeah. I, I, Garrett, I don't think there's much disagreement there. No, I, I, uh, I like, what was that bust again? What'd you say your bust was? Daryl hey. Henderson. Daryl Henderson, yeah, I agree with that 100%, dude. I That's think I picked him up in said. waivers. Yeah, I picked him up last year in waivers, and he didn't do butt. He didn't do butt, dude. He was, he was terrible. Yeah, so we're pretty much in agreement there as well. Let's uh, move right along to our wide receivers. Uh, I will go first with mine. My first wide receiver sleeper is with Tyler Lockett. I know Doug's going to disagree with this, but – Again, we just talked about him being my top 10 wide receiver eight this past year, 100 receptions, which was fifth best over a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, He's wide receiver 21 right now, which he hasn't finished slower than wide receiver 13 since 2017. I also like Russell Gage. And if you listen to my other podcast, we do the betting. I seem to have a man crush on Russell Gage uh, just because he's always so cheap in daily fantasy. Uh, but Russell Gage finished wide receiver 37 last year, 72 receptions, 786 yards, four touchdowns. Now Julio Jones is gone, so he's the clear wide receiver too. And they have him the whole way back at wide receiver 64 in the 16th round. So I think that he breaks the top 30 this year and is a clear, clear sleeper. Another sleeper that I like is Brandon Ayuk, but I think he's going at fair value. That's why I didn't have him on the list. Two wide receiver busts for me. One is Adam Thielen, just because he had 14 touchdowns last year, which was third overall. The receptions were okay, but I think that he goes way, 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 way lower than his wide receiver 16, just because I think the receptions might stay there, but the yards are fair, and I think the touchdown numbers go down a little bit. 
we have cousins on that list. So I want to be surprised if you agree with me with that. And I also, I, I, I'm not big on AJ Brown. I know that you guys are, but I think with adding Polio Jones, that it takes away uh, his receptions, which he only had 70 receptions last year. And I think that hurts. The touchdowns might still be there. He had 11 last year. Maybe he has one or two more. Maybe he has one or two less. But I think some numbers go away to, to uh, Julio Jones. And at wide receiver seven, I think that's way too high. I think he's right outside the top 10, somewhere between 10 and 15. But for me, wide receiver seven is just way too high. So those are my sleepers of butts, busts. Your thoughts on them? I like them. I like him a lot. Um, you know, I'm very, I'm very excited to see how Garrett handles his because my sleepers are going to be very interesting. I think, I think we're, I think we're going to get some good discussion going with here in a minute or two. All right, Garrett, go ahead with yours. All right, my sleepers, Jarvis Landry. I do not like him at 45. He deserves to be way higher than that. <sighs> And uh, my second sleeper, let me see here. Um, uh, I had him. I just had him. Where was he at? Oh, Corey Davis, New York Jets. I think he'll have a pretty decent season. <laughs> He's at 44. He does not deserve to be at 44. You have, you have all these other wide receivers at him that aren't, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think those two, I think Corey Davis and Jarvis Landry, those are to be ranked a way higher. I think they're sleepers in the aspect of they'll get you fantasy points. That's a great flex position. That's why I don't like them. And here's my bust, Kenny Galladay. I don't, I don't like him this year. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he does anything back there with, with loose noodle Daniel Jones, this, which is Doug Sleeping Giant. I just don't have a good feeling about Kenny Galladay this year. And another guy would – I have to agree with Ben, Adam Thielen. I, I, I'm really skeptical on the guy too. Yeah, I agree with your Galladay pick before Doug goes. Uh, Galladay, I think, will be a bust in that, in that offense. Uh, Corey Davis is a sleeper for me too. Down the line, Garrett, I think he's proven himself as a wide receiver and has kind of been a wide receiver too. Now he arguably is the wide receiver one. Uh, New York so as long as they get him the ball I think he's better than that 40 so Doug any agreement disagreement on that and then your sleepers and busts I like it um my stuff's gonna be fairly similar I'm gonna pick three sleeper receivers because I can't make up my mind um my three are Jerry Judy um Corey Davis like Garrett said I think that he's gonna have massive year with Zach Wilson. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing how that whole thing shakes out. And we're going to go off the board a little bit here, gentlemen. Darnell Mooney for the Chicago Bears. I think that he has very good potential. Um, Now, you're late in the draft, like last – I'd Take a flyer on Darnell Mooney. Stash him on your bench. I have a I have a good feeling that he could put up good flex, maybe potential wide receiver two numbers whenever it's uh, 
Justin Field season in Chicago. And then my bus. I don't know if Dougie's still there. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Um, what what miss? Your whole bus. Yeah, your whole bus. <laughs> okay. Uh, my bus, my first bus is going to be the entire Jacksonville Jaguars receiver room. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jags receivers, all right. <laughs> I literally, I do not think any of the big three are going to produce enough to warrant having them occupy a spot in your lineup. Um, and then my big one is uh, DJ Moore. I think that Robbie Anderson is going to get a lot more play um, with Sam Darnold. Obviously, they know each other from New York. They kind of had a thing going there once in a while. But um, – and another one I might throw down is Amari Cooper. I I think that there's a lot of better – a lot better receivers around where he's ranked that I would take over him, you know. So he's 16. Him and, him and Adam Thielen are 16 and 17. And then, like, 18, 19, 20, 21 is Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, and Brandon Ayuk. And I'll even throw Deontay Johnson in there. I would take any of those five guys right now over Amari Cooper, in my opinion. Doug, I love the Mooney pick, by the way. I've done a lot of mock drafts, and it just seems that he is somehow getting on my roster. I love Mooney as a deep sleeper there, so I agree with you there. And Jags receiving core, love it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would have to say, though, I would take a Jones Jr. over a Shark Jr. this year, in my opinion. I'm, I'm just hyped on – I'm a big Jones fan. Um, but I, those two, I think I'd flip-flop. Even though I wouldn't take any – I would stay away from the Jags receivers, like Doug said. And I do agree with your um, your DJ Moore. I, I do think Anderson will have a better season than DJ Moore will. All right. Let's move yeah. on to tight ends then. And uh... – Doug, let's go back to you with your tight end sleepers and busts. All right. So tight end sleepers, Tyler Higby and our son, Pat Fryermuth. Um and then bus. I don't like D I don't like TJ Hawkinson this year. And I think Rob Gronkowski, at least on the site that I'm looking at, Rob Gronkowski being eight, ranked eighth amongst amongst tight ends is absolutely wild to me. I wouldn't even be taking a chance on Gronk at this point, um, unless like it's late in the draft. That's just my opinion. I think there's a lot more bet, a lot more talent. You know, like you have Robert Tanyan, Dallas Goddard, Noah Fant, Tyler Higby and Mike Gesicki all after him. And I think I would take all of those guys over Gronk right now at this stage in his career. And another underrated guy that I think might have just come to light as a really good tight end sleeper today is um, Hunter Henry. 
Um, I would say both Hunter Henry and and Yanni Smith. I think I think Mac Jones can use both of them heavily to to start uh, his NFL career, and I would I would try taking a flyer on both of them. I love the Hunter Henry dude. I love that Hunter Henry pick you have there for for a sleeper. I like that one. Um, I my my sleepers, which I I would I would go with a Gasecki. I don't th- I think he deserves to be in the top ten. I think he has potential to be a top five. I mean that's a bold statement, but I do really think Gasecki has a has a, a good shot to be in the top five of tight ends. And um, my other sleeper would be what you said, Pat Fryermuth. I think uh, just just seeing what he's done in the preseason a little bit and just knowing what he did at Penn State. Yeah, his, his senior year wasn't that great, but they didn't play many games. But the dude hasn't dropped the touchdown, uh, hasn't dropped the touchdown pass in the red zone. That's that's insane. That those are my two sleepers. And uh, my two busts would be a Hawkinson. And my other bus is Noah Fan. I I think those two don't even make the top ten this year. I mean, I, w- I would say Hawkinson would probably make the top ten, but I don't think a Noah Fant makes the top ten at all. To be completely honest, I don't, I don't, I don't like the quarterback situation up there, and I didn't really care for how much work he did last year. I know he was hurt a little bit, but I, I just, I don't think he's. I think he'll have a really uh, big setback year. Yeah, for sure. Um, similar with Garrett here with Kasiki, uh, tight end six last year. And he had four of his six touchdowns on the year with Tua at quarterback. And going tight end 11, I think he easily hits the top 10. Higby's on that list, just as Doug said. I also like Robert Tunyon. He was fantasy fourth last year. And he had one touchdown in his last six of seven games. And right now he is going behind. He's going tight end 10, right about where Gasicki's going. With guys like Noah Fant, who I don't like, like, Garrett said Dallas Goddard, who I don't like, and Logan Thomas, who's a sleeper for me as well. Uh, but Tanyan's on that list. Busts, Hawkinson, I 100% agree with all of you. I just think tight end five's too high for him. Um, he did finish that last year, but I think it goes down with Goff there. Uh, and on my other bust list, I have Johnny Smith just because last year he had eight touchdowns, which was tight end nine. I think those touchdowns go down with Jones just because of Hunter Henry being there. I think Henry will be a little bit better than Smith and it, uh, his ADP of 11. I just think that they're going to share too much time for him to be that high or have one be higher than the other. Um, so that's my bust there. I, I do like Kyle Pitts. I'm kind of hyped on I Kyle do like Pitts Kyle Pitts, Pitts too. I, I yeah. would love to see him do very well in the league. So far in the preseason, he's done well, too. Mm -hmm. So I agree with that. All right. So we're a lot of us are in agreement with these sleepers and busts, which is great, but also not that great when we're drafting seven, eight and nine (laughs) right next to each other because we might be stealing some picks. So hopefully fists aren't thrown. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say who's throwing hands with who? Yeah, I I think we're all going to be in a tussle all night. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah someone's gonna piss me off yeah yeah <laughs> and Garrett, we we all know how that goes we all know that it always ends up being me 
every single draft I've ever done with you, Garrett, it ends with you wanting uh, to beat the living shit out of me every single no, time. Because, <laughs> because listen, listen, listen. Every time I have a, I have my eyes on a player. Doug always, Doug always has the snake, snake around. What, what happens? Doug takes that player that I've already been inspecting for like the last five minutes. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. He's still there. No one, no one sees his potential. But you know who does? My fucking buddy Doug. Because he's just knows he just wants everything to do. I'm like, oh god, I want to choke slam right now. But I like it. I love it because you know, like we we're thinking the exact same. I, I, I love it. <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, let's briefly to end the show go over each round, and I want you to tell me out of each round one sleeper and one bust. So we're gonna start with round one, and we're gonna do it based off of uh, ten team league. So based off of a 10 team league. All right. So we have McCaffrey, Cook, Barkley, Kamara, Henry, Kelsey, Adams, Elliot, Taylor, Eckler. Whoever wants to start, who do you like value wise in the first round? And who do you think is going to be a bust uh, in the first round? Guys that you're not drafting in the first round. I like Devontae Adams and I'm avoiding Travis Kelsey um, at all costs at that point. I like, you know, the thing with Travis Kelsey is he's, I think of Travis Kelsey as bait. You know, he's bait for that random buddy you have that doesn't know a whole hell of a lot about football, but he's in the league anyway because it's a social activity. (laughs) All right. Adams and Kelsey there. Uh, Garrett? Um, I'm going to agree on that Kelsey one. He should not go in the first round. And if you do pick him in the first round, me and Doug will personally find you and we'll beat the crap out of you. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but I, I, I mean, I had to agree with, with both his picks. I, I like an Adams. Like you're going to take if, – if you didn't want to go for a running back, let's just say for some reason you didn't want to go for Christian McCaffrey first overall or an Alvin Kamara first overall – or, you know, any of those running backs first overall, and you chose uh, uh, Adams, I'm not going to be mad. I think that's a great pick. I think that's a great overall number one pick. I guess the best wide receiver off the board is going to have one of the best seasons, I think, of his life. And you just stole him from everybody else. Yeah, I agree. I think Kelsey is a phenomenal talent. He's probably the best tight end in fantasy ever. But I just don't see taking him in the first round. As far as Adams, I agree. Big year. And like I said last year, second overall amongst running backs and wide receivers last year in fantasy. So he is a steal in the first round. I think he's a sleeper. And a lot of guys that normally draft running back first might change their mind with Devontae Adams in the first round. All right, round two. Let's move on. Um, We have Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill. Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris, Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf, and AJ Brown. Garrett, somebody you're drafting and somebody you're avoiding in round two. Oh God. I I'm supposed to know all those names you just said. Uh do you have the list up? <laughs> uh yeah, you got me a second though. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> All right. Um, man, this is a tough one. Like, 
honestly, this second round, like all these guys are solid. Um, you know, I would say sleeper, definitely Calvin Ridley. And out of any of them that could bust, maybe um, I would take A.J. Brown just at that ADP because there's so many good um, people around him. Yeah, I, I, I actually had the same one, Doug. I think that uh, Calvin Ridley could easily go a lot higher, and I think Brown just falls out into round three for me. He's going at the end of round two um, in the second round if it's a 12-man league. But I like Brown in the third round, whether it's 10 or 12-man league, so I would have to agree with you. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, oh my god you know just to make this a little quicker give me the same too I mean I could I, you guys both make really solid points about it you can make solid points for all these guys in the second round it's just that's that's a tough that's a tough round all right let's go third round and that is Justin Jefferson Joe Mixon Clyde Edwards Elair, Darren Waller Terry McLaurin Keenan Allen Allen Robinson C.D. Lamb, George Kittle, and James Robinson. I'd probably say a sleeper for me right around there would honestly be James Robinson. I mean, he was a top running back last year. Now ETN's not there, and he's going running back 15 in the end of the third round. I think that could be good value there as it seems like the running backs seem to fall off quick. So I like him as a sleeper, and my bust would have to be George Kittle. I just think that's way too high for Kittle in the second or that would be third round uh, of each draft would be a third round. I think he needs to go a little bit higher. He did play in eight games last year, only one touchdown. I just think that I would not be drafting Kittle at all anywhere in the third round. Garrett, did, you say, did you say Robinson was on the third round? James Robinson. Alan Robinson. Not, not Allen. Uh, Allen Robinson's there too. Yeah. James Robinson and Allen Robinson. I picked James Robinson though. Okay. James Robinson uh, is a sleeper as a bust. Uh, George Kittle. Give me Terry McLaurin as my sleeper. And um, it's a toss up right now between Kittle and Hilaire for my bust. I don't like him in the third round there. All right, I'll take Allen Robinson as my sleeper and Joe Mixon as my bust. I never. Oh. Yeah, Joe Mixon right outside there, kind of early. He's always a question mark, so don't disagree with that bust there. All right, round four, David Montgomery leads that round. Uh, Miles Sanders, Robert Woods, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson, Thielen, Godwin, Lockett. Uh, well, I can already give you. I can give oh, you my two right now. Go ahead. Montgomery is my sleeper. I don't even know why he's going in the fourth round. He should go above Hilaire. Uh, done. DeAndre Swift doesn't even deserve to be in the fourth round. Get him out of there. Yeah, Swift's injury prone. I think out of that list, he's my biggest bust there. And uh, it's either Montgomery or Lockett for me. Uh, 
I think Lockett has a little bit more upside than Montgomery when comparing the two, but I would draft David Montgomery over Tyler Lockett because one's going at the beginning of the round, one's going at the end. So if I had to choose, I'd go Montgomery, but I think if I had to pick a sleeper, it'd be Lockett. Yeah, I think um, I'm with Garrett. Um, no DeAndre Swift. He's the big bust. And, you know, I like Robert Woods as a sleeper in this round. Um, I think he's going to put up big numbers with Stafford. I think that him and Cooper Copper are both going to have big years. All right, let's do one more round before we end this thing. The fifth round, uh, that is guys like Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup, Julio Jones, DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins. What a run of receivers there. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Chase Edmonds, Patty Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Uh, Doug, sleeper and bust. Uh, my sleeper is going to be Brandon Ayuk. And um, my bust is going to be DJ Moore. Um I don't really th- I really think DJ Moore is going to um, not live up to the hype in uh, Carolina this year. I never really liked how high his ADP is. I know last year he really, really um, – he really lingered um, into like – I think like the sixth or seventh round in our draft last year. I think I remember I took – I just took a chance on him. And I didn't really like what I got out of him in the end. So uh, I agree I'm, with Brandon Ayuk 100%. <laughs> I think he is a phenomenal talent, and I think that he needs to be higher. Honestly, this list is tough to really pick a bust out of here. It's a guy that I'm not drafting. Um, but I would probably agree with DJ Moore. I just think the quarterback play will be there, but I I kind of like Julio Jones, Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins over him. So I'll agree with you, Doug. A uh, sleeper, a sleeper for me would be either uh, T. Higgins or Julio Jones, and a bust is I'm gonna have to agree with y'all. Um, I I don't really like the EJ Moore this year, um, but we'll see how it plays out. All right, guys, it is draft weekend for most. The preseason's over with one week until the NFL season starts. Any draft strategy, anything to tell the viewers before they go into this weekend and before the regular season starts before we sign off? No. uh, My only big advice to give to anyone, and it's just life advice in general, if you're – if you ever have a wedding on Labor Day weekend, try to avoid taking a plus one because you might have a fantasy draft right smack dab in the middle of the wedding. Uh, that is solid advice. Buddy, that's listen, that's where I'm at. Like I I was talking to one of the chefs that I work with today and I said to him, listen, man, I am making myself a mixed drink or I'm getting myself a mixed drink at the bar. I'm sitting down and I am drafting a fantasy football team. Uh, right in the middle of a wedding Gary how about you I I would say I mean I've only been the auction league one time Um, but from what I learned last year I let those top let those top you know a couple picks go for high 
don't, don't, I mean, if you want to bid on them and they get to you and they're at the $15 range, sure, bid on them. If they get any higher, man, let them slide. Cause you can get so, you can get so many other guys for better value, you know, in, in, the, in that kind of draft than overpaying for, you know, like a Christian McCaffrey or Kamara for let's say, let's say the top price would go for like a $30 for either one of those or $25. To me, that's way too much. You just spent one third or one fourth of your money on one dude just because, and he, he might get hurt and then you're screwed. Just relax, take it slow and look at guys that people aren't really targeting right away and then shoot for them. And you'll probably get them more than likely if you would just be patient and wait. Yeah, that's good advice, Garrett, in an auction league. And one thing that just blew my mind, I'm preparing for the auction league on Friday, Garrett. Josh Allen last year finished number what was running back number one. And he went for $2. Here's uh-huh. Here is guys that went over him. Cam Newton also went for $2. Carson Wentz went over him. Uh, who else was a bust last year that went over him? Uh, Gardner Minshew went for more than Josh Allen in our league, wow. as did Ben Roethlisberger. So, <laughs> I mean, there's some steals. Uh, trying to think who else when I was looking at this, and I'm like, are you kidding me? They went for this cheap, and I think there was a wide receiver maybe that really stood out to me. How much uh, did Lamar Jackson go for last year? He went for a pretty penny, you know, for a quarterback, you know, like he went like 10 bucks, six, $16. Hell no. If you spend <laughs> any more than $10 on a quarterback, that is ridiculous. That is honestly ridiculous. AJ Brown last year, wide receiver seven went for $9. Guys, that was me. Uh, was it you? Yeah. I think was, I took him. That was, I mean, was, there was, pretty, guys, I think it was a pretty yeah. fair price for him. Calvin Ridley, $10. And there was guys, other guys that uh, went more than him, like Juju Smith-Schuster and a couple other guys. So interesting how that works. But good advice, Garrett. That is a long podcast, but that is what we got for you guys tonight. It is our sleepers. It's our busts. It's our rankings. Everything that you need to know going into your draft weekend. If you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast, make sure to follow us on our uh, Instagram, rm underscore uh, it is what RM underscore fantasy football, I believe. Uh, yeah. And roast underscore M pod over on Twitter. I'll be posting more on our Instagram again, RM underscore fantasy football. We're on anchor. We're now on Apple podcasts. Just go into the iTunes store or go to your podcast app that you have on the phone. If you have an iPhone, and just search for us Fast Fantasy Football. And uh, you can listen to us on the way to work, at work, at the gym, while you're making dinner, while you're trying to not listen to the wife. You could throw that on. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to prepare for your fantasy weekend, we're here to help. So, Garrett, Doug, I want to thank you for joining me once again. And, Garrett, you can sign us off as always. Listen, fellas. Davis, Davis, Davis. Take Mike Davis. And Corey Davis. (laughs) Both Davises. (laughs) See you guys.